Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. taken the time to do so already. Please know that we read every one of them. We get closer to our goal every week and, dear listeners, we think your reviews are seriously amazing. This episode is supported by Lavender Essential Oil. Tonight, we'll be reading the opening to Sea and Sardinia, a travel book by the English writer D.H. Lawrence. It describes a brief excursion undertaken in January 1921 by Lawrence and his wife from Sicily to the interior of Sardinia. Despite the brevity of his visit, Lawrence distills an essence of the island and its people that is still recognizable today. your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. One, as far as Palermo, comes over one an absolute necessity to move, and what is more, to move in some particular direction. 
a double necessity then to get on the move and to know whither. Why can't one sit still? Here in Sicily, it's so pleasant. The sunny Ionian sea, the changing jewel of Calabria, like a fire opal moved in the light. Italy and the panorama of Christmas clouds, night with the dog star laying a long, luminous gleam across the sea, as if baying at us. Orion marching above, how the dog star Sirius looks at one, looks at one. He is the hound of heaven, green, glamorous, and fierce. And then, O oh, regal evening star, hung westward, flaring over the jagged dark precipices of tall Sicily. Then, Etna, that wicked witch, resting her thick white snow under heaven, and slowly, slowly rolling her orange-colored smoke. They called her the Pillar of Heaven, the Greeks. It seems wrong at first, for she trails up in a long, magical, flexible line from the sea's edge to her blunt cone, and does not seem tall. She seems rather low, under heaven, but as one knows her better, oh, awe and wizardry, remote under heaven, aloof, so near, yet never with us. The painters try to paint her, and the photographers to photograph her in vain. Because why? Because the near ridges, with their olives and white houses, these are with us. Because the riverbed and Naxos under the lemon groves, Greek Naxos deep under dark-leaved, many-fruited lemon groves, Etna's skirts and skirt bottoms, these still are our world, our own world. Even the high villages among the oaks on Etna. But Etna herself, Etna of the snow and secret changing winds, she is beyond a crystal wall. When I look at her, low, white, witch-like under heaven, slowly rolling her orange smoke and giving sometimes a breath of rose-red flame, then I must look away from earth, into the ether, into the low Empyrean. And there, in that remote region, Etna is alone. If you would see her, you must slowly take off your eyes from the world and go a naked seer to the strange chamber of the Empyrean, pedestal of heaven. The Greeks had a sense of the magic.